Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> hey girl, hey. You so, can we start off? You ain't never put that on <laughs> Oh, you know what? Hey, y'all. <laughs> like, and you still go. <laughs> this is unedited. Okay. This is official. All this right. is our real life right now. <laughs> it is real life, y'all. If you can see Kindling right now, it's just too much. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. Right. So we are here. This is God and Lemonade. We're back. Yeah. We back, we back. I feel like our last couple of shows are always like, we're back. <laughs> but we always did. I feel like we always come back and we're like, hey, y'all, we're back. Yeah. We may or may not have been missing in action for a while. We have missed you guys. Yes. We have missed each other. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but we're excited just to be back to have another episode. Under our belts. Yes, with some Jesus talk. Come on, come on, come on. So I hope everybody out there listening is doing well, doing great, and excited about this conversation that we are about to have. Yeah. So we don't necessarily have like a topic today. Um, Since we've been gone, there have been just a couple of things that have been going on that we just wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. So we gonna do it. Let's get it started. You ready, girl? Yes. Yes. All right. um, So first and foremost... I got an early birthday present. Wait a minute. Your birthday. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to let you have it. Extremely early because my birthday is in March. Right. Um, but we all know here that I love Travis Green. Yes. His ministry, his music, just everything. And so his new album came out, Crossover. Woo! Go Trav, go And I have just been... Totally into it. I mean, I'm not going to say it's all I play, but it's like 85% of what I play. because It's probably all she plays. Yeah, you're right. But there has <laughs> been a lot of good gospel music, Christian music uh, to come out lately. So, I mean, obviously I put Travis Green over all. But, you know, <laughs> I've been trying to listen to everybody because I do have some favorite songs off of a couple of albums. But y'all know how I feel about Travis Green. So, I was so excited for his album. Like, I took a day. I was just like, nobody called me. Nobody text me. Not this. Don't even look at me. This girl. I just need to be in my zone. And hear each song, you know, listen to the lyrics, you know, get the glory behind the story, you know. Um, <laughs> and so, for those of you who have heard the album, you know it's bomb. Okay? It is bomb. But there's one song in particular well, actually, it's a couple of songs, but it's one song in particular that, like, I would say for, like, a week, I just could not get the lyrics out of my head, and it's actually a, a scripture as well, but it's called Be Still, and so, basically, the song is just saying, you know, be still and know that I am God, and what I love about Travis Green and the Bible, I guess the Bible first, Travis Green, whatever, is that a lot of times... <laughs> A lot of times there are such simple um, concepts that I guess maybe just at that moment in your life, they just become like this big, like, aha moment. Right. You know what I mean? Have you had that happen? Like, something like, even like a saying, maybe your mom said or somebody, it's like, so simple, like, don't uh, forget to water your plant because it won't grow or something. Right. So, <laughs> Ooh, wash your face daily. Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> just talking about that mama. Yeah. Or like whatever, like just some little saying that you're like, okay, but you know, at a certain time in your life, you hear that saying, that phrase, and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> that's so deep. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. And um, 
And so I just love that song because I think the lyrics are simple, but the point is clear that no matter what's going on, no matter what you see around you, no matter how you feel like maybe your life isn't progressing, like, it's all right. Be still and know that God is God. Like, at the end of the day, what's for you will be for you. He got you, you know? Right. Girl, and so listening to that song made me think of two moments where I was just like, but God, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you gotta be like that. Yeah. Life will make you feel like, but God, okay, and these thing, but God, <laughs> right? And these aren't any deep moments at, at all, but so, yeah. okay. So I've been wanting to tell this story for a while because people be trying to hold you down in life, oh, but right. they can't. When Jesus got you, be still and know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, this summer, I went on vacation <laughs> with one of my um, other best friends and her family, and she's a friend to the show, Benita. So we were on vacation. And we decided to play Black Card uh, Revoked. And I had never played before. I think none of us had ever played before. And so we were all sitting down playing. And basically, like the card game says, like they give you rules, but then it also says there really aren't any rules. Like you can do whatever you want to do because they know that's how we roll, you know, us melanated people. (laughs) And so (laughs) long story short, we started off with like the regular rules of a card game. And, you know, initially like everybody kind of had a score, like, you know, in the twenties and the thirties, you know, just regular numbers. And at the time I was winning, you know, everything was going smooth until somebody had a great idea to change up the rules of the game. And once they did that, I mean, the score started to become double or nothing. I mean, it was outrageous. Like, the way these people were changing these rules of this game in the middle of the game, (laughs) I was like, you know what? And I was getting so frustrated because I started off winning. But then, before I knew it, I look up and I'm like 100 points behind. (laughs) I'm like, what is really going on here? And then to put the icing on top of the cake. It was like a point in the game where I was like, well, why don't we make this a rule? And everybody was like, nah, because uh, we not changing the rules anymore. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So now we don't want to change rules, but I want to, oh, okay. So I almost did get really frustrated because I'm low-key competitive. And I was going to be like, you know what? Let me just stop playing right now because I don't got time for these people and they cheating. Okay. Ain't nothing about you low-key competitive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm high-key competitive. Right. But the point is, and it's not even cheating, but I was just like, I'm not going to win. Like, I really was getting discouraged over a card game. That's, like, really sad, but whatever. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to win. I was winning. Like, what happened? It's all slipping out from under me. Fix it, Jesus. And guess what he did? He fixed it. <laughs> so. <laughs> what else? So petty. Oh, my God. <laughs> He fixed it. So, um, like, the end of the game came and the last round was coming up. And so then we were trying to figure out, like, well, how are we going to determine a winner? Because the rules has changed, like, 30 times. So at this point, like, what are we going to do? So we made up the last and final rule to determine the winner. And when the smoke had cleared, when Jesus had the final word, when he told me to be still ah, and know, I ended up winning with, like, I had 25 points, y'all. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, everybody else had like well over a hundred points. Um, and I was so excited. And actually in that moment, I was like, you know what? What's for you is for you. No matter what happens, no matter how people try to change the rules, um, no matter what it looks like, like if you're supposed to win in life at Black Car Revoked, whatever it, it could be, <laughs> you will win. Right. And that was such a big moment. And as I was uh, listening to Travis Green and reflecting on um, just the lyrics of this song, that memory came back up because I was just like, dang, like, seriously, like, you really just have to be still and know right? that God is God. Like, you just really got to live your life, too. Like, you can't decide to throw in a towel because it's looking sketchy. Because the sketch might come out to a beautiful drawing. Oh, that was kind of deep. That was. (laughs) Look at you, young philosopher king. Yeah, not really. (laughs) So do you have any uh, stories or examples where you were just kind of like, all right, this is definitely like, 
I guess in hindsight, one of those be still and no. Yeah, I guess I can go back like all the way to the job we first met on. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary, y'all. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Right. Um, and just thinking about me transitioning, I had been in that job for like five years and I got another opportunity mm-hmm. and it was just so the um song came to mind or I believe it was something you shared with me Marvin Sapp mm-hmm. stepping out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. comfort zone yeah that's a good song and like just because I was going into something totally different and didn't know what to expect and just listen to people saying like, oh, you shouldn't make such a drastic change. What if it doesn't work out? What if, you know, the state is, is bankrupt? Like, mm-hmm. what, what if you, you can't come back? Like, I mean, I just listened to all the naysayers, but also knowing that I wanted to go that extra step and make the decision to make this, this life changing decision. And, um, I did. I stepped out of my out of my comfort zone, and I haven't looked back. Like I've gotten so many opportunities um, since. At first, it was a little shaky because I think a hurricane <laughs> happened. Like the first week I started work, I was working inside of my car because <laughs> my car was where I could power on the computer mm-hmm. and have energy <laughs> because we had no lights in the city yeah literally a hurricane gustav i believe yeah, girl. <laughs> and i was working still um, as needed at the hospital so mm-hmm. i was transitioning at both so you know the hospital never closes so i just remember sitting in my car and just like jesus <laughs> all right now like right. i mean if if this is meant to be then let it be like and i mean it was it was definitely hard to be still and know that he was God, but I mean, I that's I had no choice. I had right. no choice in the matter but to be still. I mean, because if I would have stayed, I probably would still be in that old job that a bunch of people are still miserable at. Yeah, um, and wouldn't have had the opportunities that I had today. So I'm thankful that I was my my experience was a little bit different than yours, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely thankful that I was still and I stepped out of my comfort zone and. Um, just listen to God and say, look, he never left me or, fors- or forsake me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm just happy I did that. Yeah. And you had an actual real life situation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause mine was definitely a card game, but it's so true in so many areas where, you know, I've gotten like to the point where I, I find myself saying all the time, like, God, you can do anything. Like, a lot of time, that's just, like, that's all I got, you yeah. know, for a prayer. All right. Like, thank you, God, for waking me up. I don't really know what's happening, but, guys, you can do anything and really believe in that because he can. Right. And I think that it's important for us to recognize that in all areas of our lives because we can become so desensitized to the supernatural powers, you know? Yeah. Like... For me, I'm always like, God, send me a sign. <laughs> you know, and I want something outrageous. Like, I want somebody's license plate to change in front of my eyes to say, God said it, or God, you know what I mean? So I could be like... <laughs> and then when it happened, you're going to be like, my Lord, right. <laughs> was that you? Right. <laughs> my eyes playing tricks on me. Like, right. We oh, question girl. everything. We are the worst. People are like, yes, everything. Lord, send me a sign. God punches you in the face with right. a sign, and you're like, like, I don't think that was a sign. Holding your eye. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, at the ER, getting stitches. <laughs> I don't think that, that was the sign, but... Um, and there are and so now I just try to like give every moment that like God you can do anything Yeah, that was you God that was you and so also going off of that like um, another thing that I was just like dang this is such a be still moment if you think about even like athletic events so you guys know I work at a high school and so we just started football season and so our first game of the season, well, it wasn't an official game. It was a jamboree, whatever. I don't even know what that means. But, okay. So I don't know what a jamboree means with one, only two teams playing, but that's a whole other story. Okay. So, um, you know, going into it, we are we were technically the underdogs of the game. 
like technically we were supposed to lose and I and I just wonder if our boys would have gone on the field with that mindset of, you know, these other this other team is in a bigger class, they have more people, um, they look bigger than us, like, you know, they would have just kind of thrown in the towel before the game started and didn't give everything they had and leave it on the field, they wouldn't have won. Right. Um, and so it was such a great moment, too, especially because our defense was able to hold their team where they didn't score at all, which is, like, a big deal because this is, like, a good team, you know. And so it just made me think that that's all God is asking of us is to walk, you know, in his word and just give everything. Like, just give everything, and he will do the rest. But if you don't try, if you have no faith and no works, then, you know, where do you get those, like, be still in no moments, you know? I think those, the best of those moments come out of, like, some type of adversity or a moment where you going into it with the mindset, like, I just know this ain't going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, girl, I have just been loving on that song because I'm just like, it's just so relevant. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it that things just really happen? Like I know we talked about, oh, I know that was you, God. Give me a sign, God, this. But a lot of people use when something bad happened, that ain't nothing but the devil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like now you know you went out and ate them five cupcakes and you done gained them ten pounds. Mm. That was not the devil. It that was, was the devil who made the cupcakes smell so good. But first of all, it <laughs> the was the devil, devil did not. who even made up the fact that people making cupcakes. Because <laughs> see, see back in the day, <laughs> all you had was some beans and rice. Let me tell you what cupcakes came from? That is not the devil. God, yeah, you right. <laughs> you and the world right. always blaming the devil. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the devil does have. He has some people on his payroll. And play, right. But everything. So my original question was, do you think things really do just happen? Or do do you see God or the devil behind things? I think everything is purposeful. Like, I don't think stuff is out here just happening. Right. But I think a lot of what happens to us personally comes from the decisions we make in the moment like I think good and bad is always happening like in the in the world in the spiritual realm whatever you know um and so what makes a difference is our reaction to those things and so it's just always like a pull yeah for what side you know you're gonna be on right what you're gonna do and so you know I because I don't think that the devil has more power than God. I can never really like attribute uh, maybe like a, a downfall to the devil. Like you don't get that much power over my life to say, no way. No way. because I'm strung out on drugs. Like it was only the devil. No, that was my decisions. Now he, the devil had a hand in it. I think he, you know, can put some stuff into play. Yeah. He's a trickster, you know, a manipulator. But he don't have the power to take me there. Right. That was that was my decision. And so I think that's like for me where the big difference would be. Like, you know, I can't give him so much credit because he don't have that much power. Right. I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I know God has ordained our lives and he already knows what we'll, what we'll do. But he's also given us that free reign to make the choices. Yeah. And like you said, like we're on that that tug, tug of war deal, like, should I go left? Should I go right? Mm-hmm. Am I going to do, am I going to do the Jesus way or am I going to just slip off and, you know, just listen to that, mm-hmm. that evil side or yeah. that wrong doing, which we know is wrong yeah. and still go down that way. So I agree with you. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times we, I mean, I hope that when people say, oh, that was a devil, I, when it comes to like things that have happened in their own lives, that they're not really using that as a crutch, you know, for yeah. the poor decisions they made. And so I guess it's just kind of like this, con- it's not really complicated. It's not a complicated concept, but it's kind of like some things are the devil, but how it affects you depends on you, your choice, yeah. uh, your choice in that, in the um, outcome of the situation. So, but I definitely think we do have to start looking at everything from a spiritual mindset. Um, Cause I think if we don't, we're going to miss the move of God. Yeah. 
if we don't. You know, you're also miss moments where you're just like, this is evil because the devil is real too. Correct. And so I think sometimes if we don't, you know, recognize what's happening, then we kind of take away this idea that heaven and hell are real. Right. And you do at that point give the devil power. Yeah. dominion over <laughs> yeah over your life like when you don't acknowledge yeah and so i like yeah it was a poor decision but you you got on the devil's payroll for that one <laughs> you know what i mean like and so it's kind of like sometimes it's a hand-to-hand thing you yeah. know it's like you always have the power to walk away if you have the strength and the discipline and you know blah 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 but um okay. yeah i think we do have to be like in tune to what's happening in the supernatural world Cause if not, I don't think we'll ever get it. So yeah. I've got like, not that it's crazy, but I like seriously like. First of all, when it's time for me to go to work, like I'm on time <laughs> and stuff. Technically, I knew this was going south. But, <laughs> but the way traffic is set up, that could be real questionable. So I've like when I get in my car as I'm going out the gate, you know, I'm just like, Lord Jesus, protect me and everybody else driving, and Lord just. Let me be on time. Right. Like, that is seriously, like, let me be on time. Let traffic just flow. Like, let there be no problems, like, no accidents. And I get to work on time every day. Okay, sometimes it's on two wheels, but I clock in <laughs> <Wait> on time. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that I could have been late just because of me being behind or um, traffic is horrible. Uh, so... <laughs> I literally, like, I'm always like, thank you, God. Like, when I get there on top, thank you. Like, seriously, you know, even for stuff like that that we don't think to say, like, hey, if I wouldn't have said this prayer, like, anything could have happened. Right. And I could have been late. I should have been late. Right. But I wasn't. Right. So. Thank you. I say that all the time. I think that was a post on God and Lemonade that we, we don't say thank you enough. I mean, how many times throughout the day do you really say thank you, God? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, I didn't say it. And here lately, it's been resonating in my spirit. Like, I should say thank you, God. Because if it had not been for him, mm-hmm. like, I brought, girl, all kind of stuff. Ooh, thank you, God. I don't have a time to clock in. Because let me tell you Because you may or may not have a job. Right. <laughs> right. Let's be clear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or even... Or even if, like, you know, you eat the cafeteria food at school. Thank you, God, that you allowed my stomach to hurt after I got off work. Okay. Wait. And that before, because first of all, you already know how the employee bathroom is set up. Okay. And don't nobody have, like, like <laughs> any moment. And, like, y'all, I'm silly. I play all day. But serious. But, like, to me, that's serious. Because right. I feel like any right. moment where something went in my favor, I'm just like, thank you, God. Right. You know, even if it didn't. I'm still like, you know what? It could have been worse. Yeah. Like whenever um I got a flat tire going to work one day, I could have been upset about having a flat tire, but for what? When I got a flat tire right down the street from a tire shop Girl. that I could pull into, um, and the tire the flat tire happened before I got on the interstate where I could have like Spun had some type of accident. Right. So I'm like, we gonna pay for this tire. We gonna be all right. right. You know? Right. Yeah. I think if we lived our lives more like that yeah i think we would be able to be still and know that he's god like yeah more often like you know we we have like you said we have to stay in that positive mind frame like thank you god even though it was bad but thank mm-hmm. you jesus because it could have been worse like yeah. it could have yeah. been this and sometimes that's hard it is hard because we have to get out of our get out of our own way mm-hmm. on, on some things but we can get there we keep working and striving and jive yes <laughs> yes lord so continuing the conversation on music okay yes, yes. <laughs> so you called me the other day and you asked me about um tasha cobbs yes ma'am that was like <laughs> i don't know i don't know what i was doing perusing uh i don't know probably some i don't even know and i came across the this post that John Gray had made about um, Tasha Cobb and her collaboration with Nicki Minaj on mm-hmm. her song. And I listened to it, listened to the the uh, post that he made, and then I listened to the song because I'm, like, so out of touch with 
new stuff that's coming out. I, mean, I did see Travis Green's album. I mean, I'm gonna need uh, you to listen yeah. to it, girl. You know what I'm on right now. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 on my own little wave. <laughs> wave right with one of my praise and worship leaders at my my church. So mm-hmm. I'm just there right now. But I'm gonna get on Travis. He know he know my heart. But anyway <laughs> anywho. <laughs> right. Um so it's it's been a lot of controversy with Tasha Cobb and um her putting Nicki Minaj on this song. Like the song is absolutely amazing in my opinion. It mm-hmm. sends out a great message. It's like encouraging, inspiring. It just girl, the lyrics it just does something to me. Like I'm I'm waiting on my blessing right now, you know. <laughs> I just it's coming. Jesus Lord, girl. But her voice is just like I remember in John Gray's de- description of Tasha Cobb, um, he compared her to, um, why I don't know why I'm about to say Shirley Murdoch, but he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank, but anywho, in this, he, Mahalia, Mahalia Jackson, Jackson, yeah. yeah. Um, and like her voice is so angelic and Mahalia Jackson was deemed as an artist in her, in her time and Tasha Cobb every word that she speaks or utters and sings he was just like that's her word of worship and she believes everything that she does and and it it resonates it what's inside of her comp is is what she's exuding and presenting to the world and mm-hmm. anybody that knows her knows that she's not here for the for the glory, he he used the example when if Jesus had a radio in heaven, <laughs> like this is what he would be listening to her voice, and he would be nothing but amazed and just honored and happy that somebody would be singing his praise, singing praises to him like that. And I was just touched, like I just don't understand how people could come <laughs> <laughs> for a person that, and I don't know Tasha Cobb personally. I don't know what she has her vices or what she has going on she's human mm-hmm. but i mean sh- this song and who she chose to collab with on the song is definitely a positive message and people are t- making it negative mm-hmm. and i think we're in a day and age where tasha cobb has followers that probably have never heard of a Nicki minaj and mm-hmm. Nicki minaj has followers that never heard of a tasha cobb and with those two different artistries colliding you open up a realm of a whole nother like just jesus to be inside of someone that may have may or may not have known this this could have helped nikki this could have helped tasha like we'll never know (laughs) we we will never know We will never know. I mean, but that's I will artists. go back and say, though, if you live in the world, you know who Nicki Minaj is. Right, but I mean... And Tasha Cobbs is pretty big, but... Because I feel like Nicki Minaj... I don't feel like Nicki Minaj is a more secular artist. Just, if you have kids, if you have, like, you have heard the name, even if you don't listen to her music. Right, but even if you, you've heard the name and don't listen to her music, because I don't listen to her music, per yeah. se, but yeah. I've heard the name and... It's like, what? Who? Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, like, and so I had to go and understand why it was so bad. Like, I mean, just because I know the name and don't listen to the music, then I had to find out, like, why are these people giving us such a hard time? Like, yeah. this has been done by Kirk Franklin before. He hangs with rappers. Like, yeah. Other, I mean, Jesus ain't hang with the... With the with the disciples all the times, girl. Like he was with the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the Jezebels, or whatever you want to call them. Like, I, mean, I just don't get it. They went on a record though. Let me tell you. No, something. okay. So <laughs> <laughs> you out of line. All right. Before they change. Okay. So wait. So you <laughs> so you asked me what I thought about it, and I didn't. I hadn't even heard the song yet. Um, yeah. and I was like, all right. So I'm a, I'm going to listen to this song and see. I definitely agree about Tasha Cobbs. There is definitely an anointing on her voice that is just like, what? Like, where'd this come from? Um, And so I was driving to work and I listened to the song. And I, you know, my honest review is I really actually really do like the song. I think it 
would still be okay without Nicki Minaj on it. Like, I don't think it was a song that needed Nicki Minaj on it, but... You know what I can't get past? Okay, so... And I'm not a critic. Let me just put that in. I'm not a critic of it because first and foremost, it doesn't matter to me that much. Yeah. Like, because I know who I am. I know who I am in God. And so I know the message I should be receiving. So I'm not gonna, like... And I'm really not here to, like, judge Nicki Minaj. That's not my place. But what I will say to that is, whenever Nicki Minaj raps, I feel like I don't listen to her music anyway. And then I think that she sounds like the Nicki Minaj on, like, a Drake song. Like, you know, it's not, like, a big difference. And when I, I was very intentional about listening to her lyrics. And all I could think about was, like, the, the stuff that was going on in the media in regards to other situations. And so I was I just couldn't get past that to, like, receive what she was saying as, like, take it seriously, I guess, if that makes sense. That might be trifling to say. But, <laughs> like, okay, so, you know, she had the whole Remy Ma battle. And, you know... With the celebrities, we don't know what's real and what's fake. Like, these people could be on the phone with each other and be like, ooh, let's start a war right right now. You make a beef song about me, I'm going to make a beef song about you. And <laughs> and then we're going to vacation uh, in Maryland later this year. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, but I do think that you have to be careful about what message you send to people because everybody is not on the same level where they can hear something and it just roll off their shoulders. Like, I feel like I'm spiritually stronger than I was when I was, like, a teenager. But if I'm a teenager who maybe I don't have that connection with God yet or something, like, I may not see the song in the same way. I mean, it's kind of different because Nicki Minaj is on Tasha Cobb's album versus Tasha Cobb being on Nicki's album. So most people who are going to listen to it are people who want to hear gospel music in general. Um I mean, unless Nicki Minaj, like, added is an extra, a bonus song on her next album or something. I don't know. But, um... <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure... I don't know. I, I mean, she may. And so, I guess for me, just... I felt like her verse was just kind of talking about, you know, basically, like, people can't can't see her because at the end of the day, like, God, God's got her. Which is true. Uh, but, you know, all I could think about was that really my situation. And I was just like... Uh, you just got to be careful what message you send to people because although God does bless everybody, there's a way we should live. And I think that the way Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj handled themselves during that time was not godly. It was not a godly representation. And so then if you attribute a blessing from coming out of a situation that you played such a negative role in then I feel like for somebody who may not completely understand or may just be taking your word for it may be like oh well I could turn up on people and cuss people out and do whatever and I'll still be blessed blessed. and technically you could still be blessed but God wants us to live like him right you know and so so again it's no judgment to Nicki Minaj I mean like you said Kirk Franklin was on Kanye's song. Um, and so I guess for me, like, I like music. And so I'll listen to Kanye. But for me, it was a bonus to hear Kirk Franklin pray. Yeah. Because that's what I like more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it wasn't a bonus to hear Nicki Minaj on Tasha Cobb's song. For me. But like you said, if Nicki is promoting this song and, like, people who listen to her, who maybe don't listen to gospel music, hear it, and that touches their spirit yeah. and... Yeah and they find God based off of Tasha or just the encouragement, then that's great. But for me personally, I mean, she could be, like, literally, like, I just want to silence her part <laughs> and just keep it going <laughs> nice. with the songs. I don't know. I feel like it's such a, a complicated space to be in because at the end of the day, like, artists respect other artists. I kind of feel like no matter what you do, like, they just respect the fact that you're an artist. Right. And so they like to do collaborations. Um 
But like we talked in the last episode, I guess I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. How 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 long did we hold Nikki to this behavior that she exuded girl, and exhibited? You, right, girl. you know what I'm saying? Like, what if she changed her life? What if she understood Well, that? we know that the image that she's still putting out today, if you were to go on Instagram right now, <laughs> it's probably the same. It's the same. So, and not, we don't know her personally. Like, yeah. she could get on stage and be Nicki Minaj and go home and be wrapped up in a, in a onesie, you know, eating ice cream, watching This Is Us. Having a prayer group, I right. don't know. Right. So what my main concern would be is messaging. Yeah. When you have a platform, what message are you putting out? Right. And I think Tasha is doing a great job because, I mean, this is her song. She mm-hmm. did allow Nikki to have a verse in her song, but she is the one that is sending this message. I don't think she's ever Tasha. And I that I've seen has has ever mm-hmm. gotten out of character or because she definitely could be yeah. like you know oh, don't they, come for me because yeah. <laughs> I mean is, pe- people in ministry gospel artists pastors pastors wives like yeah nobody is exempt like these people get out there and put out one message and live their life a totally different way and that's important too yeah messaging period whether you have a platform whether it's in your daily walk messaging is important yeah. like what you're saying is important and a lot of times it's not what you're saying it's how, how you're being like how you're showing up to a space body language like all those things go into like what message are you sending off so for me at the end of the day it's like are you sending a, a message that would please god or are you sending a message that would not so what we can say is positive is that god gets the glory from that situation which is awesome, right. no matter what, you know, their personal lives are or what kind of music Nikki makes. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's more so of messaging, but I don't think that I would have, like, and I didn't even read the negative comments or the positive ones, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> about the song, because um, it wasn't going to, like, change my opinion. Yeah. I, I'm not going to not listen to the song. Yeah. Now, I might, if my hand can find a silence button, silence it, uh for Nikki's part but it's still and I'm just kind of being kind of about that but for me yeah it's just I don't know and I guess because I deal with kids and I know adults that are still kids like you just have to be so intentional about what you're saying and is what you're saying lined up with what you're doing and what you do does that line up with what you say and who you are and not that anybody would be perfect but you know, I love that she's, like, giving it up to God because most people do. Yeah. Like, everybody is not in this industry of gospel music or the ministry. Like, you have plenty of people, like, at the movie awards, music awards, that don't live their life to send a message to the masses about God that thank God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I don't question Nikki's belief in God or that she loves God or anything like that. I guess... Like, if I were on Tasha's team and we were going back and forth about is this the right move to put Nicki Minaj on this album, those would just be my concerns. Yeah. Uh, But it wouldn't be... I mean, for me, it would be a deal breaker, but I still... I wouldn't be, like, standing at the door like, no, Tasha, don't (laughs) do it. I would just be like, nah, I don't think it's a good idea, but... At the end of the day, God is God and I am not God. So I don't know what can come from this situation. Right. You just, so I'm just eager to see what what comes of this. Like how how it pans out. I mean, get yeah. to see. Yeah. So I just think, ready. Yeah, I just think it's gonna be I mean, from my perspective, and I guess I will I can I would like to try to speak for and I really can't like that group of people that, you know, mostly listen to gospel music already kinda know you faith know. a little bit you know i feel like for that group of people it's not she doesn't add to it right and she doesn't necessarily take away i feel like what she says in the song is positive it makes for a good song it's just for me when i start thinking of other stuff i'm like but nikki what wasn't you just on there my you just told me that i couldn't even spell prog okay and you didn't say it in a nice way. No. <laughs> yes, I think that's the only thing that I guess, but I don't think I would have gotten on a public platform and been like, oh, wait, this is a public platform. But I don't think I would have been like with the Kermit the Frog's fingers typing all fast. Like, I can't believe Tasha Cobbs 
it put Nicki Minaj on the song. Yeah. You know, so. But um, people are really feeling strongly about it, and they are. Somebody is with the Kermit the Frog. Right. Out here <laughs> tweeting, texting, right. blogging, and everything else about how disappointed they are that they cho- she chose her. But at the end of the day, we'll never know. We weren't in their room when right. the decision was made. So maybe it's for a reason. I mean, Travis, now you know my heart was broken when Travis Green went to the inauguration. Girl, I could have. Oh, yes, he sure did. Shorty. Sad. That's worse but than that Nicki man, Minaj, I think. Ooh, I don't know. But that man used his platform to probably save some souls in he that did, girl. soulless inauguration. <laughs> I mean, stop. Right. Okay. I don't know if the people on who was there um, got it, but I can't say that. But, you know, I definitely, and I just, I don't know, I'm just so biased to him, okay? <laughs> like, you get a pass. That ain't yeah, right. <laughs> him and his wife, uh, they're That's little so beautiful sweet. kids. They just can do no wrong in my eyes. Um, so, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. But, I mean, no, that was wrong. I was really hurt about that. I felt some type of way because if you know me, you know how I feel about this administration and everything they stand for and don't stand for right. so especially since this alert just came through my phone yeah oh okay um and so i i just it wasn't a, like i really i felt strongly about that but it wasn't enough to like pull me away from his music and his ministry right so i think you can have a, an opinion about stuff but that doesn't take away from like what tasha cobbs is trying to do right absolutely and the lives that she clearly is gonna save because that little eight bars that nigga minaj got in that song don't take away from how dope that song is right. and how after i listened to it i went into work about to like <laughs> slap people with the word right. like right. eyes have not seen <laughs> ears have not heard what's about to happen with like bless don't play with me i was hype and i right. think that was the point yes i think so too because Nikki can get you hype, you know, unless you just like grew up not listening to any other type of music. Most of us know have heard a Nicki Minaj song, and I don't even know if I feel like Nicki is the greatest rapper, but you you put some stuff on some nice beats, it's fine. Yeah. So for me, like, I didn't even forget what Nicki was saying. All I could think about was the the scripture. Right. That Tasha was singing about. I was like, yes, I haven't seen whoop whoop. It's having her. I was so turned up. I could have put somebody in the eye. I can in, see in the name of God. So, <laughs> in a nice way. Like a nice black eye. So, yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, you, was, you, you was really getting ready, huh? I was, girl. What, what is this alert about? Cause that, <laughs> that, girl, scary. Okay, let's oh, see. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, okay. Knocking. Oh, okay. Oh, right, so we might not have electricity world. <laughs> you know what? I try not to. Okay, so what we are reading is we just got a, uh, well, CNN. Brandy did, uh, just got an alert on her phone. I'm pretty sure I did somewhere in the world uh, from CNN with this whole North Korea, USA foolery. Well, it's really North Korea and Donald Trump, Trump beef. Right. <laughs> um, and so it says, basically... They're threatening us again, probably because some y'all y'all president did, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, saying that basically he's gonna knock out the U.S. electricity grid. And um, you know, I appreciate being aware of what's going on in the world, but I think the media does a great job of making us fearful. Yes, of the most random things <laughs> like what? Okay, All right. That's, um, that's a perfect segue into our next topic but you're right like yeah that 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 really when i when that came across my phone four minutes ago i was just like oh my god yeah like oh my god like yeah. what what <laughs> girl this is why you can't let your drunk uncle run the country because <laughs> he, he didn't get that... into fights with random people for no reason <laughs> none what so ever and it's just going like everybody is just laid back and just saying how nothing's gonna happen nothing's gonna happen he's not gonna activate anything but when i get messages like this i'm honestly i can't i don't believe that he's not gonna do anything Mm -hmm. he might just wake up one morning and say i just want to do something outrageous i want to go out with a bang and not consider anybody none of us like Mm -hmm. and i think in the interest of the world like the the war doesn't make sense. It's not a good move, you know. If you play in chess or checkers, I don't know how checkers go. But anyway, um, 
But I think when people's egos get in the way and power gets in the way, then all that goes out the window. And so, I mean, but see what had happened to me was when I really like started to trust in God, I really stopped having fear about things, which to the world standpoint, that's kind of crazy. But I just don't be worried. You know, I just be like, I mean, okay, like. At the end of the day, if, I, if I'm going to get wiped out, I'm going to get wiped out. That's how I feel. I don't think that leadership makes good decisions that is in the best interest of the people that he serves. But um, that doesn't bother me. It, I feel like it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. We have no control over that. We don't work anywhere near <laughs> right. that field. We wouldn't even know who to almost call to be like, abort, abort, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't, I mean, it it sucks. And I think the more we see stuff, the more I'm just like, well, you know, at this point I can't even get mad because I'm just like, this is what, this is what we should expect from this presidency. Okay. Being threatened by random people all day, every day and thinking that the threats will happen. Um, But I think the, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like a double-edged sword with the news media because you want to inform us, but it just almost always feels like it's bad every time. Right. And probably worse off than what it truly really is. Like, yeah. Like with, um, I don't know if you, that was what, enough that you wanted to say yeah, in the situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. The next topic that we were going to talk about is the flood that happened to right next door to us in Houston. Oh, yeah. And, to know Houston is such a big city mm-hmm. and I wasn't in, even in Louisiana, had no clue there was any kind of hurricane, tropical storm. We started off as a tropical storm and turned into a hurricane brewing mm-hmm. and I'm on my way home and I get like all these alerts and the pilot is on the plane like, oh, we're flying over the hurricane, but we're safe. You know, you're going to what? Like, what? What <laughs> right. in the world? So... Um, that said all that to say that Houston is so big in the social media, just watching the news outlets and the getting the updates, like some areas of Houston weren't even affected. Like mm-hmm. I have family and friends that are in Houston that weren't impacted. Like the news has portrayed Houston to be just like, I, I read something that 14 trillion 14, 15 trillion gallons of water were dumped into, like, that's how much water was in Houston mm-hmm. this past week. That's a lot of water. Girl, and we know about water, okay? Right. We know about water oh too well. So, yeah, I think when you initially, like, when we started to get the reports, I was just like, all right, so Houston is a, a very, very large city. Yeah. Like, ridiculously large right. like they probably should cut that in half and name it <laughs> something else because something else, right. it's like too big to function and so you get nervous because especially with us being in louisiana like everybody in houston is from louisiana or people in louisiana from houston like it's like the same thing so you know you know a lot of people in that city and you're just like what the whole houston flood like oh my gosh and that's all you see reports of and then when you're finally able to get on the phone with people they're like oh no we're like high and dry like we're fine and then you know eventually they start giving reports of how many volunteers they already have on the ground yeah and so you're like okay so it's bad yeah but this is not like the apocalypse like yeah. <laughs> you know right. i feel like the news just has a way of just making things seem like it's over right and they they do a lot of comparison like no devastation is you, I don't think you should ever compare devastations because 2016 oh, yeah. flood was nothing like 2017 hurricane uh, Harvey, who, which was nothing like was 2005 hurricane Katrina. Like you can't compare devastations because each and every disaster was different in its own and it hurt different people and mm-hmm. devastated different people in different places so well i think they will try to do that because they they look at numbers right like but either way like people were affected people's lives had to change people had to leave their homes to still not i mean here in louisiana so our flood uh was last year and you know it's a year later and people still aren't in their homes right 
people still, you know, have only got one part of their home fixed. You know, people had to relocate, um, you know, with our school district because it didn't flood on that side. We got a lot of kids. Um, well, we didn't get a lot, but we got um, a few kids who still go to school to this day because they were displaced by the flood and, you know, families that are still hopeful to get back in their home. So I think anything that's unexpected that comes in and, and changes your whole world, it can't be compared. Like right. Right. at the end of the day, everybody's world was changed. Everybody lost something. Yeah. Uh, but what I think we can say from this is that they're going to make it through it. They are. Yeah. They will. Because we saw it here. It's a long road. It is. Ooh real long because people still on it right right but they will make it through and i think what advantage they have um i mean i feel like we all had the advantage i mean maybe not katrina because that was a whole oh that was that was another beast but the advantage they have is that they do still have they have such a large city they have a lot of support and they have neighbors like, you know, Louisiana, you know, who gets it. Yeah. And so there's a lot of support. There's a lot of help. And that's what we got. We got a lot of support, a lot of help. I remember churches coming and yeah. staying weeks and weeks just to help people. So, yeah, you definitely can't compare those um, situations. But our hearts just go out to the families in Houston who lost anything. Right. Um, we definitely are praying for you guys, have been praying for you guys. So, yeah, to all our Houston listeners, we love y'all. Be encouraged, you know. Yes. You will make it through. Right. It might not look like it, but. Be still. Yes, that's a be still moment. Be still. And another thing I think is, well, not that it's, like, funny, but you'll hear, um, like, when anything disastrous happens, there's always a social media debate. Number zero, why are we debating when people are literally. (laughs) Right. Swimming, swimming, <laughs> trying swimming. to save grandparents and puppies, like mothers holding on to children dying. Right, but we're on Facebook debating about well, who should have, you know, what should have happened, you know, blah blah blah. But one of the not the funniest debates, but one debate that I always find interesting is when you have the people who are just like, pray about it, you'll get through it. God to take it and then you have the people to come back stop telling people to pray about it it was their stuff <sighs> they worked hard for it. and I'm just like first of all this, we don't need to be having this argument right and second of all what what is wrong with telling people to trust God in a situation what is wrong with saying that these are material things they can be replaced and I get like you know a lot of things have value, you know, some people's homes, mm-hmm. things have been in the family for years. It sucks. You work hard. You get up every day. You get this. But I think a, a part of that is if we're living by the word of God, our hands are supposed to always be open. Blessings flow and flow and flow. Things come and they go. Oh, right. And, you know, was it Paul who said that whatever, whether we have a little or we have a lot, we are to be content. Yes. And whatever it is. And so, yeah, this sucks majorly. But I think that we we should be able to speak the word of God into people's life and also recognize that this does suck for them. They did lose material things. And also, if you're in a position, help them figure out how to build those things back up. I think you can have both happen. Like, you don't have to choose whether to, like, do I just mourn for the material things or just say God can fix it? Like, <laughs> right. we can do yeah. both. Right. <laughs> yeah. this, this is definitely a trust God situation. And like you said, you can definitely do both. I just I just believe in my heart that you shouldn't. Um, you you are entitled to mourn your things, your, yeah. like your personal things, but don't dwell there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, God gave it to you once. We're we're not our worldly possessions are definitely we can't take them with us mm-hmm. when we leave this place. So yeah, and like you said, you I get it. Like I would be devastated if the pictures that I had in my mom's house were were ruined. But that would just be even more reason for me to. I would mourn it. I would be you know sad that I lost it, but I would make new memories. That yeah. would be you know, and it's easy for me to sit in this space right now because I still have those pictures, but right. 
going through a devastation, I would always have to keep that in mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, possessions, worldly possessions, maybe here they be maybe gone one day, but that's why we we shouldn't put or hold so much value to those things because I think when we start holding a lot of value to things like that, God God is in a position to take those things away from us. To yeah. say like yeah. Okay, let me see how, how much you really trust me. Do now, you granted, really? we don't really want it to be in these dramatic fashions, Jesus. Right. Like, I mean, but, we, but <laughs> yeah. he definitely like, okay, show me. Okay, Kendallin, you, yeah. you say you are about me and you love me and all this. Let me see what you're really about. And he, Girl, I think, and he will test that right. to the core. Right. To the core. Um, And I think, too, God wants us to love each other. And so I think when things happen, not that I ever want something like this to happen. I mean, it's not, it's scary, especially here. I feel like Houston flooded rapidly as well. Mm -hmm. But I know like for us, it was just raining every day. And it wasn't even like a disaster. It wasn't even like hardcore storming. It was just consistent rain every day. And I mean, people was watching TV one second and like, the next second, you got 30 minutes to get out your house. And I think, you know, I never want, because we're human, you know, we don't want to get stuff like that. Right. But I think a big testament is God is trying to show us that, um, that first of all, people will help people. Yes. Yes. And if you can recall, like last year when that flood happened, the, the city was divided. Yeah. Divided because that we had that. Alton Sterling shooting. Yeah. Then followed by those yeah. police being yeah. killed. Oh, like, yeah. Y'all, we had, like, the craziest <laughs> summer. So, we did. We had the Alton Sterling shooting. Then the guy came from, like, wherever he came from and killed three police officers. Um, and so, it was... I mean, we were trying to, like, unify, but it, yeah. Baton Rouge was, like... You know, in all my years of being here, I had never seen, like, such craziness. And then it's just, like, in the midst of chaos this happens where people have no choice but to come together. Right. And people came together. They did. Um purple, black, brown, yellow, green, orange. Right. (laughs) If you needed help, somebody was helping you. Uh and so that was the beauty of that. And so I think there's always beauty in ashes. We just have to choose to see it that way and trust that what God gave us one time he can give us double, triple quadruple. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, and everything isn't because, oh, like, you needed this to happen because you learned a lesson. You may have just been in it. Yeah. And so that's, and then it becomes just this, okay, can I just trust God to get me out of it? Yeah, so um, I I think, one, I want people to stop debating why people are struggling. Like, just help, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Like, you know, just help, you know, there's no debate. And... I think that we have to remember um, things can be replaced. And I guess we just have to try our best not to get attached. And that's to whatever, yeah. a person, because yeah. we all got to go. Yeah. Um, so that's just one of those things. But, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's sad. It was sad to see it. It was. It yeah. is. It still is. I, I can't. Oh, yeah, and that's going to be a long it. time. <laughs> Yeah, just people living in shelters and, you know, I'm happy that there are people out there who will open up their, who have opened up their homes and allow people to come in and take shelter. And yeah, so it'll be great to see how the community bounces back. And I think that they will come back stronger than ever right. when they do. So the Houstonians are resilient people. Yeah. I, 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 bet, I believe in my heart that they're going to come back stronger than ever. And it's, it's just going to be awesome and amazing and we just gonna see god all in through this situation mm-hmm. and when the doors open again everybody will be right back in the city putting money back in the city you know the city will thrive so that's definitely my hope um and i also i hope that families become closer yeah uh throughout this as well like if they had any drama or anything that was happening that all that has been washed away yeah um that they can come back new and stronger than ever, ready to live life and support each other. So that's what that's all about.
So again, sending our love to H Town. Yes, God and Lemonade loves Texas. Yes, we do. All right, y'all. We will be right back with a final thought. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. Hey guys, it's Brian here with the final thought. Today's episode is a perfect example of what God and Lemonade is all about. All of the sweet and sour things that happen in life and how God is always in the center of it all. We are praying for our Houstonians that God gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding. That you understand that he'll never leave you or forsake you in this devastating time. Just keep your mind stayed on Jesus and know that your best days and your blessed days are ahead of you. Ecclesiastes 1 and 9 says, What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Be still and know that he is God and always remember to keep God in the details.